everyone. Welcome to the Soulful Eclectic. I'm your host, Diana Collins, and I just want to welcome everyone back, new, old, whatever. It's just like so great to be back, and I just want to welcome you all back to the podcast and just know that I've missed doing the podcast so much. I've been working behind the scenes to make um, the website better, to make the a Facebook page better. So if you have not, um, please join uh, the Facebook page. The Facebook page is open, um, but the the Facebook group is going to be by invite. So you do have to answer a few questions to be a part of the uh, subgroup. But other than that, the page is open. Just send me a message that you want to be on the page. I am going to update it with uh, new information. Sometimes I'll even post a podcast up there so that is easy accessible. But guys, thank you. Thank you. I've been so revitalized with this reflective time that I've taken away from just being on the podcast. Now, mind you, I still was working full time and, you know, doing all those other kind of things as well. My acting, I haven't done too much modeling uh, be, you know, due to COVID, but I have done some auditions via Zoom and things like that. So that's been awesome. And um, got some great things coming down the line. Prayerfully, everything um, is able to be sustained due to the different changes that we have in today's climate. But oh my gosh, it's such a great time. We have a new um, president, new vice president in office. So Hopefully we can see some changes uh, in that arena. It's been such a negative environment all over that it it, it brings, I know they are not the only answer, believe me. I I am aware of that. With every positive, there is some sort of negative. But uh, we need some, some sort of change. We need, we have such hate in our communities that it's ridiculous. It's become okay to discount another person's race and ethnicity. It's it's become okay to be rude and disrespectful to one another because um, of your bias and, you know, dislike for a subgroup. It's become okay to just treat people badly, and it's not okay. It's not okay. This is not what the world should be. This is not, I don't believe this is how Um, I don't know who and how you worship, but the gods, the universe, God, whomever, higher being, this is not what the higher beings saw for us in humanity. And for us, we've taken the human out of humanity, where it's such a divide and it's it's scary. It's scary, guys. Um, But I think there is a new hope. If I can say that, like my Star Wars terms, it's a new hope, new day, right? We have new Jedis in the office kind of thing. So um, we should see some some positive changes. Now, um, like I said, everything is not going to be great because, you know, it is politics and there is that level of I need to please just a little bit about every little bit for everybody. So um, there are going to be some things that... Um, are going to be, are not going to meet the need of some marginalized communities. And I see that, I know that, I've seen it when President Obama was in the office. So it doesn't matter 
you know, who's in office. We have to be prepared for that negative and positive that is going to be the outcome um, because they are trying to look out for the greater good. And when looking out for the greater good, somebody does get lost. So we just have to be mindful that the people that are leading us are doing the best that they can and just continue to to pray for them and do our best as humans to look out for one another and treat each other with kindness and respect and, you know, loyalty and love. That's that's pretty much all that's required to be human, right? Um, some of us treat our pets better than we treat other humans, and that's not wrong because, uh, you know, I love my four-legged fur baby. Anybody comes and tries to attack her is going to be, you know, hell to pay. So I get it, but we are so quick to devalue human life that it's it floors me. But um, anyway, I can go on and on and on about that soapbox, but we've got some great things coming on. I had some great conversations with individuals that have things to share with the community on how they became their authentic self, how they're continuing to share their authentic self with the community, and also the resources they have that are available to the community that um, you know you can access and and be a part of. So I am so excited for that. Um, but yeah, so I I just wanted to just really send a great welcome out to everybody as we um, prepare for season two. This is not going to be one of those long, undrawn out podcasts. Thing, uh, but it's it's really just something that I had on my spirit to to share that um, we, we got great things and it's going to be creative. It's going to be um, amazing. Uh, we have a variety of people and I just want to know that you guys to know that I am trying to bring something out here that's going to meet the needs of a lot of people. And um, I just want the conversations to keep going, keep going. Um, from season one, we've had some great conversations. And out of those conversations, people have come back to me and said, you know, what you said resonated with, you know, how I'm de dealing with my spirituality and, you know, not knowing how to navigate through being my authentic self and living the word of God. You know, so I had that and I had you know, people come to me, a person send me a message saying that, you know, I, my family has members in that, that are in the LGBTQ community and I find that they are being disrespected and how do I handle that? And those kinds of conversations are the conversations that I want to have. I had a young uh, person ask me about how to come out to their family and, you know, share that information. And I, and it's, it just warms my heart that, that there's that level of trust and comfortability in what I say and they find value. And I always said, when I started this podcast, if I could only reach one person, then I did what I set out to do. And to have people email me with, you know, those responses, that was priceless. And then actually, you know, take that and, and there, there was follow up. Um, there was follow up, you know, after I gave the uh, advice, <clears throat> excuse me, 
I got the follow-up back and was like, you know, it went better than I thought it was going to go. Um, there are some family members that still look at me, you know, with a uh, distasteful look. But, um, you know, thank you for your advice. It helps me navigate it. And, you know, the advice of the guests was very helpful, too, because I think they listened to Lamarck Cole and how you know, he had to deal with being a black gay man in his family and also Michael Goodwin and navigating being his authentic self and actually activating himself within his um, family coming out as a black male in a predominantly Christian family. So for both of them, so I, you know, I thank them for sharing their stories. I've had several people, men and women come to me about, you know, when I hosted the domestic violence and how listening to those women's stories helped them um, identify some troubling spots within their relationships, right? Because that's the goal. We want to help people identify issues that they may be having and not be aware of because they're so um, close to it, you know? So we can't see things very clearly when we're, it's up and close in our face. But when you stand back and you listen to other people's stories, it's amazing how you get that clarity all of a sudden on the outlook of your 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 family, your situation. So I had some emails thanking me on that and and thanking, you know, Tia, Nicole, Sabrina, uh, and Shana for sharing their stories about living in domestic violence. And domestic violence took place in a heterosexual relationship and a same-sex relationship. So there is no boundaries that domestic violence crosses. So, and that's what we want to share. I also want to share that even with, though I didn't have men share their stories on, on that domestic violence, it wasn't because I did not want to hear their voices it's hard. Men don't share that side of them because they're men and they should not be subjected to that. They're supposed to be strong and stoic and not show their feelings. And so I could not um, get a hold of any men that would want to share that part of their lives and that story because to them, it made them look like they were the weaker one. And, and honestly, it's not. They were victimized and taken advantage because they are the stronger one and they knew the person that victimized them knew that they were not going to retaliate because of the fear of being placed in jail because that's a real fear that a lot of men have both black and white mostly for black men black and brown men but it's still a fear about going to jail because you know hitting a woman and doing that level of damage, which we know men can because they are stronger than us on some levels, um, they can cause a level of damage that they would be the one taken in. So, you know, a lot of women are aware of that and they take advantage of that. And with that, men are being victimized, but they don't see themselves as victims. So, um, but I say that to say, I did actually have one gentleman reach out to me. He's in a same-sex relationship, and he has been a victim for many years with his partner, and his is actually different. Um, actually, no, it's not that different. Let me not say that. He is um, definitely 
the type of guy who can do some damage if he hit you because he's a bodybuilder. He, he, you know, did it professionally and was a professional bodybuilding model and all these kind of things. So he definitely has the strength to um, cause some damage. But here's the kicker with this one. The gentleman he was dating is white, right? And he's black. So they're right there in just this climate alone sends a, a heightened, heightened level of fear within him because he's the one that's got scars on his face, but because of his size and of his color, he's the one being arrested, but the other guy doesn't have scars or anything on him because, you know, he never got hit. But wow, doesn't that speak volumes of why we don't get these things reported the, in the right way. Think about how many people are being victimized out there, but are it's not being reported. So I say that to share that, you know, it's not just women and it's not just black women, but they're also men, both black and brown and white that are being victimized out there. And they have a story to tell. And I would love for so, for someone to come on and share their story at some point when they're comfortable, by all means, when you're comfortable, because there is a level of, of a vulnerability that is placed on telling your story. And sometimes, and even hearing other people's stories, it can trigger something within you. So one of the things that we did also share on, on the podcast is, at closing, we always ask that you receive some sort of counseling and, and assistance because sometimes we think we've healed and we haven't. And we get these little things that happen in our relationships, which we call triggers, that trigger us and it changes that emotional um, part of us. And sometimes it causes us to lash out and damage relationships. So if you are healing, right? Because we're going to be healing and it's a constant journey. You're not going to heal and it be done and you wipe your hands of it. Absolutely not. It's a, um, you're, you're going to heal yourself to the point where you know the scar is there, but it's there to tell a story, not to cause you any more pain and despair. And that's the, that's where you want to get to. So yeah, so I, I just want to thank those who've reached out and sent emails to me to share that um, their feedback. I, I greatly appreciate it. I greatly appreciate you. And um, once the website is up and uh, fully running, uh, I'll have that opportunity to have you guys share your feedback on the page and also um, on the platforms that you're listening so that I can share those responses and um, get it out there that we are here. I, again, I'm just going to keep doing the podcast because, as I said, it's reaching someone that needs to hear it. And I continue to put it out there in the universe that this is something that the community needs to heal, to see that through trauma, through adversity, we can rise, we can do better, we can heal ourselves, we can help others, even through our uh, despair. And that's the part that I wanted to share with everyone. So, you know, it's just been a great few months 
as I'm, like I said, as I'm gathering and putting things together and, you know, just being my authentic self and just going out there and just wanting to be a part of the community. That's the part that I truly miss. I miss being a part of the community. I miss going out, doing talks and teaching about inclusive and diversity and teaching people about advocating for themselves and their health care situations. I miss those things. Um, I know we have it on Zoom. And, and guys, as I always share, I am not that tech savvy. So me, Zoom, and, and StreamYard are our acquaintances. How about that? We're not close friends. We're acquaintances. So I, I still try to make myself available to do some Zoom conversations, uh, but it's really not as many as I would like. But there's this is a time. This is a change, right? And we're all embarking on this change together. So I am growing into that. So I am making myself more readily available to do those uh, talks and have those conversations via those vehicles so that I can reach as many people as possible. But I still like that in-person connectivity because there's something to be said about talking face-to-face to someone and looking into their eyes and actually understanding and feeling the emotion behind what they're saying. So, um, yeah, so that's just this, just kind of what I've been up to and just want to share some feedback from some people who have sent some emails and also uh, just wanted to make myself known that, hey, I'm here, I'm coming back, and we got some great things coming down the line. So please share with us, reach out, send me an email. You can reach me at DC. Uh, at com. That is my email address. Again, that's dc at com, And you can also send me a message via Facebook. That is the Soulful Eclectic, DC, the Soulful Eclectic. And also the join the Facebook group, the Soulful Eclectic with DC. All right. And um, yeah, so always just drop me a message, reach out. I am here for you and share please share 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 with your friends even you know what some of these things can be heard by children and should be heard by teenagers because um they have troubles they have things that they're dealing with and we need to check in with our kids okay no matter how old they are we need to check in and see if they are okay because this is a stressful time both mentally physically and financially. And we need to see that our children are okay, that our grandchildren are okay. I don't have grandchildren yet, but that your grandchildren are okay, cousins, whomever. You want to check in with family and just let them know that you're there for them. It doesn't have to be that you're financially available, but you know, because I know finances is tight for everyone, but just having someone say, hey, I was thinking of you. How are you? And actually listen to how they are doing is priceless. It's priceless. And so um, just reach out and, and check on the mental health of your family and friends, even your children, young and old. Sit down and ask your children how they're doing. How are they doing with uh, these homeschooling, right? Because that's hard, not being to, able to fully socialize with your friends. That is hard for young people. And as parents, we forget how 
those connections are important to us. So check in, ask the kids how they're doing with homeschool. We're frustrated with it because, you know, that takes up time in your day from your work because you're at home working and they're at home doing school. They're asking you questions that you feel they should be asking the teacher, but they're asking you because you're home. It's those kinds of conversations that you would want to have. So take those opportunities and check in with your kids and, and have those real conversations and see who they really are and help them as they transition into their authentic self. You know, be it a heterosexual, be it gay, be it bi, whatever. Help them be that support system because this world, oh, this world is crazy and there's more hate outside. There shouldn't be hate inside the home. There shouldn't be. So um, I know I was supposed to be closing out, but again, I'm going to close out for sure this time. So um, DC at thesoulfuleclectic.com is my email address. Please feel free to send me an email. I would love to hear from you. Um, you can reach me on Facebook. That will be lovely. And just drop me a message on Facebook. Uh, my Facebook uh, name is DC Soulful Eclectic. And also, you can find me in the Facebook group. Uh, again, it is by invitation, so please be mindful. There are three questions you will have to ask, answer. Um, but that Facebook group is um, DC, the Soulful Eclectic. Uh, the Facebook page group name again is DC, the Soulful Eclectic, and it says podcast, right? DC, the Soulful Eclectic podcast. That is the group. So please join us. I look forward to hearing from you all and um, just know that I am here. Please ask any questions that you may have. Uh, I, reach you, uh, I reach out to all of you in peace and light, and I wish you nothing but peace and love in your home, in your heart, in your mind, in your body, in your soul.